Hello and welcome to Euphoria. Thanks for tuning in. I am Manushree. Hello everyone. This is Yogita. We both are international fans of K-pop and here to talk on a few anonymous questions and unpopular opinions. So, let's begin off our session by telling how we got into K-pop. I'm a big fan of dance as a dancer myself and one of my friends was into K-pop and she suggested that K-pop has good dance. So, I checked out BTS's Fire and from that there was no turning back. That's great. Like from in my case, I was fond of EDM and a B-pop western music during my school days. Then I had a childhood friend of mine who had been simping K-drama and K-pop since school and she told me why not you listen to K-pop. During then I was very uh, open to explore to new music genres and I thought why not give it a shot. Luckily BTS's dope music video came onto my YouTube recommendations and since I clicked it I got hit by the Hallyu wave and I never looked back. So here's a first not so unpopular opinion male idols in k-pop look feminine okay regarding that trust me i have come across so many people referring them as feminine or oh my god they look like girls but i just i just want to say that the normalization and beauty standards are so different when it comes to country and country like you can take the south korea as an example itself over there they have a huge belief that uh it's considered having no body hair as being clean and a uh, well oriented person but such thing is not particularly particularly followed in our country and also globally it takes time to accept the new normal like how men are using makeup it's still not accepted in few areas but since like a lot of new things are coming up it does take time for people to accept it and treat it as something normal so yeah and hell yeah all our idols are naturally gorgeous and stunning <laughs> i agree and the important point i think is that it's not feminine and defining something as feminine or masculine is pretty stereotypical in itself and the i think this is the most lame reason that they find not to fan over k-pop true all right on to the next one people who say k-pop isn't my genre don't realize that k-pop has any genre you'd want to listen to okay so first of all thank you thank you so much for putting it loud and clear cuz i hear this a lot people don't realize that k-pop isn't a genre in itself it's a music industry of korea and like any music industry it has many genres to offer and even if you stand just one group i think over the period of time they themselves create music in different genres and themes I totally agree with that Manu because in K-pop we have like huge variety of songs and styles and taking myself as an example I was as as I told I was always an EDM person but 
when i started to listening to kpop more and more i ended up exploring r&b rap country and the the list just goes on so i feel it's like a great platform for people to explore different genres and also like one of the best things is every band does not stick to one genre they make sure they produce songs from different genres so it's good for audience like us to explore different music styles and also get to know which could be our type too so the next one goes kpop is just noise what is noise though like is it too loud or are you saying the music is pretty distorted or powerful or i don't know what do you mean you know and if it's just loud music that you're calling noise i think you're just trying another lame reason to not fan over kpop like this the list the unpopular list is about unpopular opinion list is just like 100 reasons why not to stand kpop like more like lame reasons true that i mean i'm like quite confused with just a single term reference of noise but to put in another way manushri if you could describe your love for kpop in one word what it would be mm i'd say kpop is very inspirational like That's it right. fires man you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so here's a question uh, recommend some kpop rock bands like day 6 so i i only listen to day 6 uh that too i don't listen all their so i don't listen to all their songs i've heard uh, you were beautiful congratulations my day love me or leave me and few popular songs but i heard of other groups i've never heard their songs but i've heard of them uh cn blue and flying the rose and i think dreamcatcher also has few songs rock songs and i have also never really followed any rock band in general as i listen to mostly the mainstream ones or the top ones which hit the charts mostly on spotify and but there was this this is one rock song in particular i still hang on to which is boy in love by bts where which is which is pretty old if you can say it now like during their early debut years so i hope you can give that a shot to listen to that song here's an interesting question dude Uh, if you had to sacrifice one among K-pop and K-drama, what would you choose? Okay, that's a quite tricky question to think about. But if I really had to choose one, it would be K-pop. The reason behind is that I actually got to learn a lot from K-pop, like you say, be the artists or their performances or. Oh my god their wonderful meanings which they deliver through their songs it's it's so inspirational and they put in so much of meaning and effort through them that they some at sometimes they try to give you major reality checks and uh, on the other end I'm quite not really a binge watching person and nor that I'm obsessed into K drama compared to K pop So sorry K drama got to let you go this time 
I agree. It's a tough question, but I think I will choose K-pop too because it has enough drama for us to handle. <laughs> and <laughs> whatever we choose, I think we can have the best of both worlds because even if you choose K-drama, you have like lovely OSTs to listen to and like there are many K-pop idols acting as well. So shout out to Jisoo whose drama is going to come. Yes. Yes. So on to the next question what does an idol do after the idol period cuz every group cannot be popular Yes when it comes to idol period it actually reminded me of the recently disbanded GOT7 and <laughs> the thing was that I never really uh, knew GOT7 much but I guess it was like a couple of months ago and then I started watching a lot of their videos their music was really good and then my attention went up to Jackson Wang and then the work was really good and then after one month I get to know they were disbanding it was quite depressing for me to hear and getting back to the question uh what do they do in most of the cases after they disband few start their solo career and few others uh go to other fields like being a producer being an actor or even being a coach or a trainer few who are like satisfied and successful enough with their career they retire and they try to start a family finally get some rest and live up their life I totally agree. I mean, beat popular groups or unpopular groups. I think they have pretty much hard work put in into their careers, so they need to rest after they retire. And Got Seven, I think, of course, it's a very sad news, but I'm happy they are out of their company. And yes, they're still producing music together as a group, so I'm really excited and looking forward to it. And as we've seen in the case of got 7 even if your group is popular they might end up disbanding after the contract is over so let's just root for our boys for as long as they are in the contract and support them as much as we can uh here's the next one i'm mixing two questions uh this were asked quite a few times and they look pretty similar So the first one is what does K-pop idols schedule look like and the second one is how do K-pop idols manage their things so first of all i respect all the trainees and dancers and idols so far or who are trying to pursue further because like man they put a lot of effort into their works and i've seen I idols right. yeah i've seen idols say that they haven't rested for a week straight up i'm like wow i mean if i don't sleep for one day i will throw my tantrums all over the place and even recently uh, when clc's helicopter released uh, sword posted a video on her youtube produce on uh, where she clearly explains her schedule for two days without any sleep not even a sleep good sleep of one hour and how you know only monsters and other energy drinks are keeping her up and i think they or do all of this to make sure we get we as fans get enough content to watch 
and be connected to them so i think i think we should respect all of that that's true like there have been so many times i've actually wondered how a day in their life actually goes and and actually ended up watching few videos of you know there are like few retired kpop idols who also make youtube channels to just tell about their past stories and uh, i have heard few people telling about their extreme tight schedules and those impossible diets man they had to follow and they were like so strict on it too and the insane number of working hours they had where they had to undergo the vocal training the dance training they had to get they had to be fit and then they had to do variety shows um, and any anything related to whatever their agency says and it's like really depressing to me that they undergo so much of sacrifice and compromises to achieve their dreams and the amount of dedication they put it truly inspires me and motivates me that they're doing so much for to be like successful and why can't i also have that much of dedication for any goal i want to achieve honestly true true i totally agree and the fact that you know they don't skip anything or they they don't find reasons like dude even us let's say let's take simple example of us exercising daily you know two days or three days we do and our muscles are sore and we like okay let's just not do for one day but they're not like that even after working for 16 to 20 hours each day the next day they wake up afresh and do everything over again yes the thing is that they they are supposed to be in a limelight and they should look active and perfect the whole time like that is extremely hard and painful i just don't know how they do it honestly and that totally makes me respect them with all my heart so here's another unpopular opinion the more you get into kpop the sm- the more scary it gets god this one's a good opinion and i hope by scary you mean addictive because hell yeah it is and it's quite difficult to keep track of all the comebacks and all the schedules etc once you start fanning over more than 5 or 6 groups cuz each group has a weekly program or variety show and the comebacks are also quite often you know like or not even 3 to 4 months or 6 months you'll have another comeback and you'll have like hundreds of variety show appearances and hundreds of performances music core etc etc and then it's just it's just a big amount of um data to put into your head <laughs> so it is pretty scary <laughs> like i totally agree with you on that there were like days when i woke up early to not miss a v live or any award function and then my folks look at me with such a death glare right in the morning that i woke up on time for something totally unnecessary and they would like totally be proud of me if i did the same effort for my studies but to get back in the context i feel like scary could also be referring to the unspoken dark side of the kpop industry which i believe it actually exists in all entertainment industries worldwide 
not only it being k-pop be western music or any other entertainment industry in acting or anything else because one incorrect step by an artist can actually get their career at stake and as a whole it's quite risky and tiring to be a k-pop idol if i had to say and the extreme amount of blood sweat and tears they have to go through to be successful and also men they have to they have to be mentally strong to be able to handle the deadly and dominating competition you can see in k-pop industry because in general south korea tends to be very competitive you be in education you be in any field as a whole so k-pop industry is actually no less of the amount of dominating agencies and the dominating bands they have so the upcoming bands do find a lot have to go through a lot of hardship to actually shine through the dominating ones and i feel it's quite impossible for one for an idol to be sane in such a toxic environment and that's why i truly respect the artists and being audience i have seen many people who just blindly judge few idols not knowing their hardships or what all they have been through or to reach where they are right now so yeah that's all i got to say i agree i agree because like even from the big 3 i think at least at least i'm saying at least two to four groups debut every year like yes. forget all those small companies and i think it's very insane amount of competition and also even if you debut from the big 3 or anything you got to prove yourself to stand in the competition you know you have to show that you have amazing vocals you have amazing dance and then you have an amazing concepts as well unless you do that i mean there are groups that do that and still are not getting the recognition they deserve so it's very tiring and when you read such hardships it really gets scary because you when you compare what you're going through to what they have been through i think yeah it just seems so small and it kind of makes me feel less i don't know how to express it so yeah like uh, like you you've been like it's right now for an example i'm i'm going to, if i'm going to something bad and then i think about the were like way worse things they have been through i'll be like why am i even overacting like mine is legit negligible compared to theirs and i should be strong enough and get through this as they did ooh here's an interesting question when will bts come to india <laughs> okay this is a great question indeed uh trust me after watching so many concerts of theirs online on youtube or few actually live few live ones i've dreamt of bts actually performing in india and me actually going there and then i end up waking up coming to a reality check that i can't even afford their merchandise and kudos to their great achievements they have done so far that uh it's actually leading to their more expansion of their fame i can say in india 
and i have also seen a lot of regional fan bases coming up on instagram like it's re- it was, i felt really happy like we always just had fans coming just from the cities but now you can see more number of places and almost from all the states and it feels really good of the other people in the country getting to know bts and and all and next thing is that uh, bts coming to india does not only depend on the fans and the craze it has because it also depends on the number of charts they have topped or the number of streams and the amount of market they are able to reach in india because they also have to think in those kind of perspectives and i really wish they do come and uh, before they get disbanded actually and hopefully in the upcoming years if the pandemic has settled we can maybe hope i'm still not sure and i guess we can just keep hoping mm true i guess they'll come whenever they feel like it's the right time to <laughs> and i mean true. considerably the chances are pretty high than before because pts gave an interview to ndtv and ndtv only no yeah 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 ndtv txt gave an interview to zoom india so yeah i've big, seen those i yeah. felt so happy <laughs> i think big hit is actually looking into india as a market hopefully um i'm just hoping a day will come when big hit announces the concert oh they've changed their name dude now they're hype yeah dude it sounds so cool but it's taking time for me to adjust to that like it all the whole theme used to be all the labels theme were like in black and white and hype comes in a vibrant yellow and i'm like wow yeah and they changed the introduction to that uh, yes yes yeah <laughs> But I actually the, yeah I miss hmm. the classic one dude Yeah just, I used to like you know sing it along when it comes and then hype just came so the new times yeah so new concepts so let's hope they'll come to India and so as i was saying i just hope they announce a concert like a family concert of them in india where yeah. we have txt bts new ease g friend um 17 and all of them do okay i've also been sipping on yeah i've also been sipping on enhypent too so they're they're good pretty good actually dude talking about the enhypen going back to the previous question i think it's also scary because such young idols are being debuted yes dude like at 15 or 16 you're debuting with such fame and you got to maintain it you know yes if you don't i mean see we as students we get so burdened with studies you know bizarre things bizarre thoughts come to my head and as an idol you'll have to work so much and kudos to all of them to keep up that thing dude yeah true that and the thing is that you say the big 3 or a hype which has been doing great lately but as a whole if you are deb- are having a debut 
from an agency which already has very successful bands it's quite a lot of pressure for you while debuting because i have never put i have i have never kept hopes when a new band debuts but you get to read a lot online that they always compare the new ones with the already successful ones of the same agency like you i also got to hear like from txt saying that uh, like even many people were also putting that out that txt ha- like has lot of pressure on it cuz everyone like 90% of the people who have who have an eye on txt have already been a bts army so they have to reach up to the standards of what bts was and then comes and hypen and and hypen has to be as good as bts and txt so the later you are the later you'll debut the more amount of pressure you'll have to reach to the expectations of everyone true i agree i totally agree and i i think you know the comparison to their seniors and the comparison to bts has become pretty common and it's kind of getting out of hand because you know everything mm. they'll be like uh do you know bts achieved this before you did i'm like it's okay give them their recognition like i don't know and even sometimes fans get pretty out of hand like yeah for everything they're like bts 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 i'm like give other actors some recognition yeah because i like i want yeah yeah go ahead because bts got recognition from other fandoms that's how bts became bts so as a bts army you should give recognition to other fandoms as well i mean not always but when do when they do deserve it i think we'll have to give that recognition and stop comparing everything and anything to bts because bts has reached its peak like grammys dude what yeah. can you expect from a music <laughs> band or and especially group. coming from uh, the asian uh, east of the asia Ooh, so let's not compare anything to bts because yeah it's also quite depressing you know like other bands when especially when it's from the same agency other bands they release new songs and in the comments i get to hear about them comparing on already successful people like for god's sake why don't you just look at their artist's work of as an artist themselves why are you comparing they are in their own they are like you say bts or you say blackpink they are successful in their own way just appreciate the new people in their own way like why are you comparing it's it's and like being an audience itself it's quite sad when i look at such comparisons and just think about the artists themselves when they read about these comparisons they're being to like the they already have a lot of pressure to handle and then they have this much pressure because they're they they are like in constant fear that they might lose their fans mm, true so getting back to the question will bts come yeah. to india hopefully <laughs> so the next one is can kpop idols date in real life um so okay so here's the thing 
most of the idols are uh, basically banned from dating it has actually many factors to it is that their agencies itself most of their agency itself they restrict them so that they can concentrate in achieving their career goals or any uh, other goals they have and they have actually a lot of disadvantage if they end up dating is that more that like especially to the ones who have huge fan bases or they're growing their fan bases there higher chances for them to lose their fan base if the idols date because some fans tend to be really possessive or extremely sensitive to their idols while and in return they also get a lot of hate from them because uh I have seen like a lot of idols themselves not opening up but a uh, few other companies not not companies in specific but you get the news out right oh my god these two people were dating in secret and once it's out it it backlashes on their career so bad and i feel that's why agencies to be on the safer side they just uh in beforehand they at least for the initial years of the idol's career they restrict them from dating so that a good image is projected and maintained and also can increase their fan base of their idols mm i agree and um they feel it's a distraction dude it's like if they are dating they will not have a career that's how they feel and yeah. i've seen a youtube video where he says like uh, these kpop idols have this image of boy next door or girl next door right so they yeah. to maintain that image they are banned from dating and they themselves don't take that step so they don't lose their image and all it's just sad because love is not something you can control <laughs> i sounded very cringe True that. but yeah <laughs> i totally agree with you like uh, uh it also this one more sad thing is that most of them uh they're very very young when it comes to their careers so i feel kind of sad that they're not able to live up to their young days or their like the teen teenage days of their life so it's quite depressing well sometimes when idols do few things it makes me really proud of them and one of the thing is that exos chen openly said that he's going yes. to get married and i'm so <laughs> happy and of course there were exos few very bad exos who who were like kick chen out of the group but i know right yeah and just like, happy and proud of him yes me too okay so we have reached the end <laughs> so yeah here's one last opinion come question what do you think about the rising fans of kpop and kdrama especially the instagrammers or the tiktok celebs do you think they are social climbers who are using kpop for clout Uh, actually i the one thing that i have noticed is that i have known kpop like just from 2018 but since the pandemic hit in 2020 i feel like the 
theme of K-pop spread, especially K-drama in specific. Like many people, they many people who binge watch a lot of series, they started exploring other languages, and then K K-drama became more famous. But noticing the rising fans of Hallyu Wave is good to a point that. Obviously, if you're a fan of something and you get to know some other people also watching it, you feel happy, and you they're truly enjoying it and all. But at at times when they overdo it, it kind of seems suspicious to me, cause uh not gonna say me an exact, but if you if any if a true K-pop admirer, they can easily make out if someone is genuinely admiring, uh. K-pop, K-pop, or a K-pop song or a K-drama than them faking it, and uh, I've not only K-pop in specific, but any new wannabe uh influencer will get attracted to something that's in trend. And during this one year of pandemic, I guess K-pop and K-drama has little bit elevated towards being one of the trendy topics and people new and different people trying to explore it. And I've also come across many reels and TikToks or YouTube videos where people uh make reaction videos or K-pop K-drama reference videos to grab attention because they want to be more famous, get more views. So, but as a whole, presently, I'm quite glad that the Hallyu wave is expanding in all directions. So, fighting. I'm glad that. You can recognize the difference, but sometimes I feel like you know, like when even when we started, uh, getting into K-pop, we made quite a lot of references while talking. Remember? True. Like you know, every time we spoke, we like, oh, remember Sugar did this? Oh, remember we did this? And we always spoke about them. So it's like because this is. Pandemic, it's quite natural that they are uploading it them as reels or any other videos, for instance. So yeah. I guess it's the new excitement that makes them overdo the uh, K-pop references thing. But True. at the same time, like, that's thought. That's what makes us suspicious of them because, you know, out of nowhere, suddenly they are a K-pop army or fan. I know, right? Like I have been following few influencers where I thought, "Oh my God, they're doing such relatable content." And actually, today I've actually come across one person like that. Like she used to mostly concentrate on Indian stereotypes. Okay, she used to like she used to like make reels about like what kind of comeback you can do when your relative comes to you and tells a really stupid Indian stereotypical thing. Like she was cool in her own way, trying to fight on Indian stereotype, Indian stereotypes. And then I, I was just scrolling, and then I come across her suddenly starting to talk about all the K drama out of nowhere, and I'm like, from where has this come all of a sudden? <laughs> it was quite quite surprising, but I do accept like when even in twenty eighteen when I was very new to K drama like K drama and K pop, like the excitement of energy you have when you're new to something and these two topics are so vast for us to you know see and get the references from. So I do accept that even we were excited, very much excited at the beginning, but we're very calm right now. 
but yeah like once you overdo it it's very clear and it's it does not look good yeah and as you said because the fandom is on rise i think many people are genuinely getting into kpop and it's their excitement and there are of course people who just do it for clout because you say bts you say blackpink and they'll immediately be min thousands of followers for you you know just clicking your videos and reacting to them listening to them because you're mentioning bts or blackpink or any other popular group for that matter so so that you know once you mention something about kpop all the kpop fans even us you know if there is some bts or blackpink video we just go click and listen to it Dis- I I s- yeah. Cloud I swear I never I never I never followed NDTV unless they had an interview with BTS. True. So yeah. Okay, so with that we have end ended our session. We have reached the end. Oh my God, I'm struggling. <laughs> This is the morning. <laughs> <laughs> kudos to us who woke up early to do this <laughs> see dedication did i have dedication for my exam absolutely not all right so thank you all for tuning in and okay yogika ji kamsamida chincha kamsamida